0: NFTs are mostly thought of as living on the Ethereum blockchain, but lately the chat has been all about ordinals, kind of like NFTs on Bitcoin. On Monday, the number of ordinals created hit 200,000, according to data from June Analytics. The popularity of ordinals has pushed fees on the Bitcoin network up over the last couple of months. I'll explain why later, but since Feb 15th, the amount of fees paid to Bitcoin miners each day has steadily increased. Today, I'm gonna explain what ordinals are and why the hype might be fading. You're with me, Ed Stott on Decoding Crypto. Ben's taking a little bit of a break in Thailand this week. So it's just you and me, Buckling down and figuring out the basics today, ordinals. So let's start at the beginning. What are they? Well, ordinal inscriptions similar to NFTs are digital artifacts. That's how the creator Casey Rodemar describes them. Ordinals are inscribed on a Satoshi and that's the lowest denomination of a Bitcoin named after Bitcoin's creator Satoshi Nakamoto. An upgrade to the Bitcoin protocol last year unintentionally enabled the creation of ordinals. And the idea is that these inscriptions give Satoshi's individual identities, allowing them to be tracked, transferred and given additional value. Think of it as like putting a serial number on a bank note. So each Satoshi can be inscribed with data like pictures, text, video, games, or even MP3s. The one I know of is a fart sound. So yeah, this happens through a Bitcoin transaction. Once that transaction is mined, that data is permanently part of the Bitcoin blockchain. And you can see it via ordinal enabled Bitcoin wallets and ordinal viewers. So how are they different from NFTs? Well most Ethereum NFTs operate a little differently to ordinals. When most of these NFTs are created, a file of metadata provides information about the NFT. The easiest way to explain it is that the NFT itself is proof of ownership of an item that's described in the metadata, which means that the digital art or file is usually stored off the Ethereum blockchain, meaning that this file or artwork itself can actually be altered since it's not actually embedded in the blockchain. Ordinals, though, are different in that there isn't a metadata file that describes the NFT. Instead, the entire file exists on the Bitcoin blockchain. This means that the entirety of ordinal NFTs exist on the blockchain. That makes them immutable. Not everyone is happy with ordinals, though. Bitcoin purists who are against the project argue that ordinal inscriptions are spam that take up block space needed for what they see as legitimate financial transactions on the network. So ordinarily, when a transaction is broadcast to the network, it goes into the mempool. That's where the transactions go when they're waiting to be put into a block by miners. So a block in the chain of the blockchain. Miners will look through all those transactions in the mempool and pick the transactions that will give them the highest fees. Bitcoin transactions are determined by the volume of data in the transaction and the speed at which the user wants their transaction completed. So people who want their transaction to go through during periods of high traffic can decide to pay more fees to push their transactions through more quickly. When it comes to financial transactions, they're small, so you can fit heaps of them in a block. But when it comes to ordinals, they take up way more space for each transaction. Remember, the ordinal is kept on the blockchain. It's like the difference between sending somebody a Google Drive link, like an NFT, or the actual file. For example, currently most blocks have around two to 4,000 transactions in them. However, a few weeks ago, Luxor, a Bitcoin mining pool, compiled a block with only 63 transactions in, with a single ordinal making up the majority of the block. This was the biggest block ever produced in Bitcoin's history, pushing at the 4 megabyte limit. Some people don't like that ordinals are taking up space in the block and making quick transactions more expensive. But a lot of people like ordinals. Proponents of ordinals argue that inscriptions increase demand for block space and they drive a healthy fee market, compensating miners for securing the network. And supporters also point out that the libertarian principles of the free market, in which the market determines the best use of block space some people have tried appealing to node operators and miners to censor inscriptions and ultimately it is up to the nodes and the miners to determine which transactions are legitimate and included in the blockchain they have the ability to censor certain transactions but it is in their best interest to support any use cases that bolster the fees So what's next? Well, there was a massive hype around ordinals early on. It was a fun thing that people got excited about. Normally, it takes a really long time for anything in Bitcoin to change. And perhaps some of the hype has died down a little bit because Bitcoiners like Bitcoin to move slowly and be boring. But Yuga Labs may help revive the frenzy. You might know them as they're the creators of the Yacht Club. And they've announced today that they're going to launch their own series of 300 ordinals. This is the highest profile adoption of the technology to date. So ordinals may well be here to stay. I'm Ed Stott, and this was Decoding Crypto. I'll be back with you again on Friday to give you a neat little wrap up of the week's news. And Ben, my dear co-host, Ben Simpson, CEO of Collective Shift, he'll be back with us again next week. All right, I'll catch you on Friday.